0: So, like, what is... We're doing King of the Ring 2001 first. Correct.
1: What is your intro? Do you have an intro yet? Because this is your pitch. I had so... one, and I'm struggling. It was really good, too. It's the <laughs> thing that's, like, infuriating <laughs> right now. And I'm struggling so hard to remember it because for some reason I don't write it down. I don't either. I don't know I I usually mean, I'm under a lot of pressure thing. right now. <laughs> God damn it. I usually um, Google my intros right before airing. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Back, back, biggity, biggity, back, 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 <laughs> back, We are back, um, oh, okay, I, this is not whatever I had already thought of, but okay. we're going to do this on the fly, as they say, right? Little, All right. Little, <sighs> walk and talk, Tennessee, two-step, take it on home, kid, we're going to do it on the fly. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Just like an unwanted franchise being rebooted by Michael Bay, we're back with mm, okay. another episode of What Are We Even Doing? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. I like that one. That Those those Ninja Turtle movies I never saw, <laughs> and I'm not going to. Wasn't Will Arnett in those? Absolutely, I'm sure he was. He's in everything. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw the first Transformers movie when it came out. I was never a Transformers kid, mm. and that was like their peak was my childhood, and I was like, I don't really care about this. They just turn into cars, which I would have been more interested in just, like, cars. But really? But as a kid, even as a kid, I was like, I don't really care about robots. Robots are dope, though, dude. I think for me, I was just kind of like, well, if you kill them, you just put them back together. Uh... You hadn't thought about it that way, <laughs> Alright, dump it. Transformers sucks. <laughs> you, you uh, supposedly, the Bumblebee one with John Cena is good.
0: Uh, probably. Yeah, probably. I hate when people say that John Cena is
1: bad in movies, because that is simply untrue. Uh, That's Or I think it's actually movie. just technically called Blockers. God yes. damn, yeah. That's it a is a real good movie. It's funny as fuck, dude. Mm-hmm. That movie is genuinely fucking funny. <laughs> I've seen it twice. Uh... Which for you is really saying something. Hey, uh, hey, hey. Oh man, there's 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 some shit when we get to the Undercard today that is going to burn your ass. Uh, oh no. Anyways. I'm going to burn my own ass in
0: the Undercard because I uh, have some things
1: I, I want to talk about. Anyways, guys, it's what are we even doing. I'm your, one of your hosts. You're one of your hosts? <laughs> I'm one of your hosts. Christian Rose, a.k.a. Tom, joined As always, since day one, my ride or die on this podcast. (laughs) It's
0: me, it's me, it's D-D, otherwise known as (laughs) B-B. I don't know, man. man. I was going to say, it's we, it's we, it's W-A-W-E-D, but you had already gotten to the name. Naming? Yeah. But the, so we're on the fly. The beads are open, guys. I,
1: I'm so sad now that that got, like, just shoveled under there. Hey, you know what? Or a <laughs> or a Driven Under, a mm. song by Seether that we listened to recently while on a road trip. It came up in my YouTube Recommended again. It's great. Great. Mm-hmm. There was that good post-grunge... Everyone that's, quote, new metal is trying to do grunge era. We listened to a lot of those on that drive. That was fun yeah. times. We started with only Nickelback. <laughs> and then we're like, you know what?
0: We can venture away from Nickelback. And then somehow yeah. we got to Creed.
1: We did, yeah. So. With a, a quick stop in Seether Town, mm-hmm. a little, uh, uh, I'm going to say detour towards Stone Tipple Pilotsburg.
0: And then we, we uh, um,. We got to, what was that song that's not named how it should be named?
1: Oh, uh, uh, Possum? Born, Born to be Down. Well, the first one, the hold on, because we had two conversations about this. You're right. Born to be Down is the song that should be called Copacetic. Yes. Yeah. Right, but then the other one is Possum Kingdom. Okay, yeah. Which should be called My Sweet Angel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think I played both of those being like, these are both great songs <laughs> that have the dumbest fucking titles.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, what do you? What are you uh, how do we start these? <laughs> Let's. It's
1: only episode fifty-one. I'm, I'm I don't not, know. Here, here's the thing. I'm, I'm wound up for this recording session. I am, as We're, they say, as I said before, we started the the uh, recording. I'm loaded for bear on this one. What does that mean? Uh, I believe it means that you've put the big bullets in your gun. <laughs> okay. Because you're going after the, the bear. I'm loaded
0: for elephants. Oh, shit. <laughs> we're I'm, doing elephant I'm, rifles. I'm slightly. Have you ever seen that shit, by the way? What, an elephant rifle? Yeah. Only in a video game. Holy God, dude. Dude, that's like one of the coolest things we're like. Shooting an elephant? No, no, no. Oh, okay. The elephant rifle. Yeah. Because video game physics are fucking awesome now. If you shoot an elephant rifle in Red Dead Redemption 2, yeah. it will knock your character over.
1: It should. Also, there's an elephant rifle in Red Dead Redemption? Yeah. The Western? Yeah. It's There crazy. are no elephants in the American West. I know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Dude, Depart. if you shot if if either one of us shot an elephant rifle in real life, it would shatter our collarbones. That shit is that. It, it it's it's bonkers. I shot a gun once. Yeah? I I shot a shotgun at New Year's
0: sometime or whatever at my grandpa's house. Probably January. <sighs> Some year. Oh okay. God damn it.
1: Folks <laughs>
0: <laughs> Um I shot he had well it was double barrel, so there's sure. two, right? I shot one, and I was like, Grandpa, you can shoot the other one. I'm not about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I, I, I like going shooting sometimes. I'm not great at it. Uh, mm. I'm decent. W- I am. When I say decent, I'm aiming high with the word decent. I'm decent with a pistol. I'm okay, again, aiming high with a shotgun, and I am awful with a rifle. Mm. Like, that whole hit the broad side of a barn expression with... I might not. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm bad with those. So, um,
0: with a pistol um you're you're not like missing entirely, but you're no Arn Anderson. No, of course.
1: <laughs> Armed Anderson? Yeah. Anyway, let's Don't forget you can't spell NRA without Arn. Mm. <laughs> God damn
0: it. Uh we should ring that bell. Yeah, let's ring that bell. We've I, I'm, to yeah,
1: I want to get into these cans. We've already that was gotten perfect. That We've gotten was, way uh, fucking better at yeah. that. Like that was really not us even 50 like a episode. Yeah, it's only been borderline a year, but there was not even a, like ready, okay? Like we did start like that. Mm-hmm. Which actually well, the
0: first one, the first episode, we was completely on accident that we did that. Yeah? mm mm-hmm.
1: Mhm. I need to go back and listen to that first one.
0: Eh. <laughs> Maybe not. You man. can tell that I'm just not like I, I don't know what, like, I'm very, it's not that I'm nervous, because I wasn't nervous, because we don't have an audience. Sure. But I, it's it was not very natural for me to just speak into okay. this okay. microphone. And the I, I listened to it relatively recently. The only
1: thing that I really remember about the first one was, I think I was trying to be a little bit more, for lack of a better term, professional. And now I'm just like, fuck everyone, fuck everything, yeah. you all suck. You were. You're weren't. probably not even listening to this. Eat shit. (laughs) You were trying to be more professional. uh, I think because for some reason I had myself convinced that it was going to like, oh, fuck, it's going to go everywhere. And these (laughs) chubs from 2017 Mid-South are going to hear us. They're not going to do shit. Yeah. Eat hell. Um, (laughs) uh,
0: (laughs) But uh, so speaking on watching or not visual yet, Listening to the yes. older episodes. I've been listening to a bunch of the older episodes because sometimes it's fun to revisit the funny things we talk about sure. and such. We are hilarious. I have a couple retractions to mm. print um, regarding theme musics. Oh. At one point, I said I prefer Kill Switch Engage to Cult of Personality. That is simply untrue. <laughs> I don't <laughs> no. know why I said that. I don't know okay. why I would have said that.
1: <laughs> wow, this is shocking. I don't, I, I don't remember you saying that. I wish that I had. When I said that, I was like, what the fuck? But I I think it was on episode 9. It, I mean, obviously, then, that would have been before Punk comes back. Yeah. Do you think that him coming back and still getting to use cult of personality has, no. has swayed your opinion? <laughs> no. No, you were just because, wrong. You were just yeah, wrong. Okay. Because
0: I went through my huge punk kick before yeah. the rumors even started that he was might be coming back. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, so that was I, I was months and months ago, mm-hmm. yeah. And even then I was like called the personality, this is fucking rules. Sure. I didn't know they made cool songs in the eighties. I thought
1: it was all mm, bop or whatever the fuck it was. Wow, <laughs> there's 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 a lot that was wrong with that statement, but you know what? We'll just steamroll over it. Okay, go yeah, on. I don't know. Um but you I was like this mm, fuck was from the eighties <laughs> don't fucking know <laughs>
0: It was the first song that came to my head. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I don't know why I would have ever said that. Um, I have... Ex- this next one, I have explored on here. Okay. I have said multiple times that I, at one point, I thought that Burn in My Light was better than Voices. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I have stated... That I didn't. I don't think that. Anymore. I love.
1: By the way, you're you're saying this with like the seriousness and the gravitas in your voice of like a politician who's about to run but has to go back on something that they said like this twenty years <laughs> prior or something. Where it's like I was wrong this in my a... original stance on critical race theory, but as I <laughs> enter the race today for office, I'm telling you it's okay. This like... is a serious matter, Tom. <laughs>
0: I don't know It might even be the same episode Sure I said burning my light Was better
1: than voices What is mm, yeah, my problem? Yeah, I'm agreeing with you That's just not true
0: I don't know what happened um, And finally, slow chemical Fucking sucks and I'm not retracting that statement
1: Oh, you rat bastard You lured us in Mm-hmm. You sick fuck but yeah, um, I wanted
0: to go through that because I don't know what I was thinking.
1: Uh, okay, so I, I want to mix it up a little bit. Let's let's do undercard, and then let's do wrestle news or flyer, and then we'll get to main event because I I, me, I know where you're going with this. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah we're we we're need gonna break yeah we're building this show like we're building a fucking match. We're a going matter to get to the crescendo of hours ago. <laughs> oh yeah, have you now have you seen any wrestling? Is there any wrestling you've watched that you would like to discuss? Um no. Um I
0: don't believe so. Um not besides the wrestling yeah. that we've watched for the show. Yeah. I don't really watch wrestling. I mean, I've seen some things on Twitter that I was like, "Oh, fuck
1: yeah." That FTR spot that was the finish of this tag match is my favorite thing I've watched wrestling-wise in ages. I don't, I haven't seen this. I, I I will describe it to you, and then as soon as I get a chance, I will show it to you. It's from Dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, FDR is working with a team, I believe they're called Waves and Curls. I'm not familiar with them. You know, whatever. Uh, they're eating the one dude alive, right? They're just absolutely mauling him. Uh, there's a double down, so Homeboy on the Apron is g up for this hot tag. And it, it's that, like, you, uh, you know that clip of, like, Take her at the house yeah, show, yeah. run the apron, dump. The, he's like not quite there, but he's going for that level of energy, right? And it's like do 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 do. Gets the hot tag, and when he gets in, uh, Dax Harwood is still just laying face down. He has not moved. Like I think the double down is like an Inzaghi or something. So he goes down. The other dude makes the tag. Homeboy comes in after this. The crowd is like up for it. Comes in, and Dax is still just laying there, has not moved an inch, and the dude sells it like. Uh, uh. Okay, and like, kind of like, toe kicks him, and he doesn't move. And he looks at the crowd. And it's like, all right. Rolls him over. Goes for the cover. One pitches him off. Guy comes charging in. Pops him up into the big rig or shatter machine, whatever you would call it. Finish. And it,
0: unbelievable. It's
1: so brilliant. And not only is it brilliant, and props to them. I, and like, I know people can say like, oh, it was just on dark. You still gotta have the guts to like do something like that That's just different Big Show, or I'm sorry, Paul White and Mark Henry Are on commentary And they're absolutely loving it And Mark Henry has one of the best calls I think he's had on commentary Where he just says I'm not mad, that was a trick and it worked When was the last time you saw a trick that worked And I'm like Yeah, actually Which to me then opened up this other Rabbit hole in my brain of wow All the tricks in wrestling never work yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, why do we even try? That's like, why
0: I love when a drop down works.
1: Oh, it's beautiful. It's the best. It's great. Um, I did that with Dakota. Because, why not? I watched that, uh, and by that I mean that two minute clip. Uh, I watched four movies on Saturday. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> uh, I started watching The Sopranos <laughs> from the beginning. Uh,. Yeah. (sighs) Wow. I saw four movies in one day, one in the theater, three at home, two I had never seen, and two I had So, that was my Saturday. That was how I celebrated my All Hallows' Eve, and I loved it. Mm. Yes.
0: So, my mom asked me this year, hey, are you going to be handing out candy this year? Which I did it two years ago. Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to last year. And I was like, mom... Mercifully John Menard has scheduled me Two to eight I fucking dude I don't want to sit
1: there And fucking hold a bowl
0: For I, two hours I
1: said something Because I had to work on Halloween itself mm-hmm. I said something that even for me I was like Wow you're really being just a fucking asshole here Like no reason Somebody at work playfully asked me Oh wow what are you dressed up as And I just went an adult <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's Like man. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's get to some wrestling news. Mm. Let's get to this fight because I, brother, I'm 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 wound for fucking sound here. Mm-hmm. So at the time of this recording, ladies and gentlemen, the World Wrestling Entertainment has released the following. Hold on, I'm and. and uh... This is not all of them, by the way. This is just several. Mm-hmm. Ty Valkyrie, aka Frankie Monet, Ember Moon, Oni Lorcan, Scarlet Bordeaux, uh God damn it, I don't know her name. The the the, the girl the woman that's in Hit Row, uh Carrion Cross, Keith Lee, Mia Yim, Harry Smith, Naya Jax, uh Lince Dorado, Grand Metal Did I say those already? I don't know. Um and a, a multitude of others. Do you have the full list yet, or no? I, I have a a list. Go for it. I... I okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll read it if you don't mind. Yeah. Ahem. Eva Marie, Harry Smith, Mia Yim, Keith Lee, Nia Jax, Karrion Cross, Scarlet, B-Fab, that's what her name was, uh, Grand League Lindsay Dorado, Katrina Cortez, not familiar, Ember Moon, Frankie Monet, Trey Baxter, Jeet Rama. <laughs> I... I, I I, it's J-E-E-T. Rum I don't know. Uh Oni Lorkin, Zeta Ramir, Jesse Kamea. I there there's some of these that oh, oh by the way, the, the reasoning for this supposedly is budget cuts. It's always been the reason. Earlier today they had a conference call where they announced more record breaking profits for the third quarter. The company, like, I I saw this earlier. The company in the last quarter made $33 million profit. But budget cuts is why we're firing these people. Okay, so here's the thing. And I I don't want to fucking... I'm not going to pick on an individual here or whatever unless I absolutely have to for, like, the sake of an example. But you're not cutting these people for budget cuts. You're you're not hurting for cash at all. Like, Mm -hmm. that's a bullshit fucking excuse. It wouldn't bother me if they fired a handful of these people and just said, the the, the previous bullshit excuse was always creative, has nothing for you. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be that angry if they were just like, we don't know what to do with some of you. And that was why they released them. You know what I mean? Because then it's like, yeah, you feasibly could just keep paying them. But if you're not... You know, if if you don't know what to do to recoup some of that investment, then okay, sure, fine, you know, whatever. Like, if you don't have anything for them to do, then you don't have anything for them to do, right? Yeah. I don't want to see these people get fired, but that's something at least. But this bullshit reason, I'm just kind of like, dude, that and it's like they just find or find they just signed um, Frankie Monet, Tyval Valkyrie, whatever you want to call her. She's been there seven months. She's had six matches. And they fired her. Ugh. Why and, would anyone want to go work for this company? Dude, honestly, that's the biggest thing that I want to get into right now. If Okay. Let's discuss this from two different perspectives. Let's say you, you are a signed WWE superstar, right? And you're not a fucking, you're, you're not a Roman Reigns, you're not a Big E, you know, or uh, Drew McIntyre, you know, one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're anybody that's not a top tier guy. And an argument can be made that even if you are a top-tier guy, this thought should still cross your mind. Because a few months ago,
0: Braun, Braun yeah. Bray
1: Wyatt, mm-hmm. you know, so let's just... But for the sake of my point here, let's just go with this. Yep. Let's say you're signed, but you're not one of those tippy-top-tier guys. You see this shit happening. Do you feel motivated for your job and enthusiastic about your future in the company? I wouldn't. Because at this point, name somebody that that is on the WWE roster... And tell me why they won't be fired. The most insane one, I think, is Roman, yeah, right? Like, yeah. you, we can sit here and say that right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Fast forward six months. Who do, knows? You, you know, exactly. Do we Do we still know? Do, like, for that matter, do we know now? Like, it's it's you know it, it's a thing where it's like you gotta it's it has to be demoralizing to people that are there mm-hmm. and not just in the sense of their own careers but like these are your co-workers and your friends and yeah out the door they go mm-hmm. and it's like i'm not that like i'm not a carrying cross guy you know what i mean like they they did i think they did very well with him in nxt yep and then completely butchered him on the main roster But even when they were doing well with him in NXT, I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, like, it's a lot of presentation. And I don't Mm -hmm. think that he's bad or anything, but, you know, just, eh, not for me. Why bother signing the guy and putting all this time and effort and money into him, and Scarlett, for that matter, only to then be like, eh. I have no clue. Honestly, like, I was talking about this earlier with Meg. And she brought this up, and I was like, man, she's probably right, and it just fucking depresses the shit out of me. At this point, if you are a professional wrestler, your odds of going there are nil if you have a fan following, if people know who you are, if you have built any kind of name value or fan base behind you going there, because that's not what they want. They want some vapid, bland, automaton that they can make into their own thing and be like, this is a WWE superstar. This is a WWE creation. There is no killer cross from the Independence or impact. You know, like, they that's not what they want anymore. It goes back to my whole thing that I said weeks ago on this podcast. They want influencers who wrestle. They don't want professional wrestlers. Yeah. Because, like, when I read this list, I was like, what the fuck does that company want? We talk about Dropped balls all the time,
0: you know. All WWE. the time. I think, I'll, I, I'm I
1: willing to argue that the biggest drop ball is Keith Lee. He's, de- I mean, it's up there. Like, how the fuck? How? How the fuck? How do you have a guy that gifted, not, not unbelievably gifted athletically, right? Mm-hmm. Dude still is good on the mic. He still has charisma. He still connects with an audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's also a thing where it's like 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 he's african american this is you know you know what i mean like you want to showcase you know different uh ethnicities and and whatnot mm mm-hmm. they're like again what do you want like, i i was talking about this earlier dial the clocks back like uh so there was a time where like you could make like a checklist of what vince mcMahon slash WWE was looking for right mm-hmm EC three, yeah. The, was he ever like my cup of tea specifically? No. The dude could talk. He had a character. He did have charisma. He had a presence, and he was built like a goddamned action figure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We we don't know what to do with you. And I'm just sitting here like, how? How do you have? How do you have that guy? How do you have Keith Lee? How do you have? Honestly, anybody that's on the. How do you have Mia Yim? Mia Yim's fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. and and has been awesome literally everywhere she's ever gone. And it's like, yeah, they kind of got it a little right with her in NXT and then didn't. And then they put her on the main roster in Retribution! And then... That was awful. Like It's... But like, okay, so the other point of view that I want to bring up, because you you touched on this. Why would anyone want to go there? If you're a young aspiring wrestler right now and you see this shit happening and they all see it. Cause like it's not like it used to be where some people followed shit online and some people don't. We all follow it online now. They yeah. all do. Yeah. Like even like before you start training you're following it online. If you're a cognizant person and you're like, I want pro wrestling to be my career and you see all of these people that are infinitely talented and skilled and brings something to the table and can make money and all this other shit, and they're just cut and gone, why would you then be like, that's where I want to work? It's...
0: frustrating. Like, I've always made this joke whenever you see people getting signed... Mm -hmm. I've always been like, you know what? I can't wait for them to do nothing and then get released. It's not a joke anymore. (laughs) No, it's not. And it sucks.
1: It really does. Because it's like, we can sit here and preach and bitch and whatever. But if, you know, they knock on somebody's door and they go, yo, we're going to start you at $100,000 a year, move to Florida, train NXT, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. We could sit here and say oh, well, what can you promise me past that? But when you're, you know, say, 20 years old, or if you're a guy who's been working on the indies for, you know, 8, 10, 12 fucking years and you get that opportunity, hey, man, that sounds pretty fucking good. And you, honestly, at this point, it's not much different than me sitting down to a machine to gamble. Mm
0: Because I can
1: sit there and be like, okay, I've seen people win big on this. Mm -hmm. It could happen for me, too. It's not that much different because these guys are going to pack up their lives, move to Florida, be like, I've got this contract, you know, whatever, blah, blah, and we've seen it, what, four times in the past year? Nope. Gone. So now you've packed up your life, moved uh, presumably across the country unless you just, you know, are unlucky enough to live in Florida. Uh, I don't know why I'm taking a shot at Florida, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? But it's like you, you've put all this effort and this work and, and everything into it, and then they're just kind of like, oh, yeah, that thing that we offered you? No. <laughs> if you're... Okay.
0: I think we've said it here before, but it, it just... It begs repeating this question. If you see something in someone and mm-hmm. you sign them, how could you possibly just not have anything for them eventually? Like, what is... What? If you sign I don't someone... know. How do you just... All right, you're fired.
1: I, I don't know. It's
0: a waste of time. It's al- do It's understand. also...
1: Uh, nobody is forcing them to hire these people. Yeah. <laughs> you you know what I mean? Like, the, like the, that machine goes on with or without, you know, Karrion Cross popping up at NXT and crushing people. They would have yeah. had somebody else there, you know? Like, somebody else would have bumped Pete Dunne around or something. Yeah. Like... It's... It's, it's just confounding to me. And, like... It, it's... Like, I, I know people, and I've met plenty of people, that their goal was to go to the WWE. And it's, I understand, you know what I mean? Like, it's if, if it's your goal, fine. You know, I can't sit here and just say, oh, fuck you, dum dumb, You know, like, this thing that you want to do, when you're a fucking idiot. Five years ago, right it was a completely different landscape. Absolutely. Uh, but it's a thing where now I can't, say, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to shit on somebody's goal. You know what I mean? Like, if it's what you want, great. But I am going to actively be like, why? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's... It do what you want to do. Work for what you want to work for. But tell me why that's what you want. Like, I'll accept any bullshit explanation. You know what I mean? Like, one of my goals was to work in Japan. Mm. Just so I could say... I, I didn't give a fuck what I did. I could. I. I would have done anything just so I could say... Yeah, I wrestled in Japan that's it does that mean anything to 99.9% of the population on earth no <laughs> like that was all <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean like it wasn't even to be like oh I'm gonna make a hundred thousand dollars in one tour or anything like the stupid but like I just don't know why anyone wants to go there like it somebody else pointed out too if you're as a fan how invested can you get in anyone now that's another yeah that's another point
0: like, Braun Strowman, at one point, was one of the hottest yeah. things ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was insane. People, everyone was behind him, because mm-hmm. he's a big lad, and he's fucking terrifying when he runs.
1: Um, And they made him into that, too, by the way. Yeah. Like, that's, to me, the Braun one, that's one where I'm like, you... Made this guy. <laughs> so you molded him in your image. Braun wasn't on the fucking independence. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't have any bad habits for them to break or anything. Yeah. They made that fucking guy exactly what they wanted him to be, and then said, Eh! It's like, I just don't understand. Like, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know either. So... You said you're bringing the heat on this first one. Should we just go to this uh, main event? Because there's a lot on this.
0: Yes, I did say I'm bringing the heat, but it's not...
1: Are we going to get contentious I here? I I don't think so. Okay, okay. Have we talked about what we're covering yet? No. <laughs> Doing pretty good here. We're half hour in. <laughs>
0: we haven't even said
1: If you the name. somehow have clicked on this and not read the title of the show. Uh
0: I was thinking about that earlier today because the uh I feel like the word click is clicked on in as as a form of because most people have phones and they, they tap course. on it. I feel like eventually the phrase clicked on will be gone wow yeah you're right because i feel Cause like because
1: it, it originated with the use of a mouse
0: correct i i i, Which even I seen still a have a pc i fucking love it yeah um you use a mouse still yeah oh, you damn. think I have a touchscreen monitor I, I i don't have know. a mouse i don't know right how you here. live
1: um that's not mine wait what huh you said that's not yours that's this not is yours no it's not well it's not mine <laughs> Okay, well, there's other people in this house is what I'm saying, but like what's what's yours is hers. <laughs> I don't know. I I couldn't turn this fucking thing on if if you had a knife pointed at me. I don't know any of this shit. Uh Anyways, guys, we're talking about King of the Ring 2001. Yeah. Yeah, the next to last King of the Ring pay-per-view. Really? 02 was the last time it was a pay-per-view. Guys, bring it back. I, I desperately wish they would, which I think we can also discuss. I, I love that they did King of the Ring as a tournament this year. Good on fucking uh, uh, Xavier Woods, Woods. for getting it. Yes. <laughs> I, sorry, I almost blurred all of his names together. I almost said Austin Creed, Xavier. <laughs> I'm sorry. I almost said <laughs> Xavier Creed, Austin Woods. Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think that's great. Like That was legit a good feel-good moment. It kind of sucks that we all just thought, oh, they're going to bring this back to not give it to him because we're that used to that company fucking with us. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, we're going to talk about the next to last one. Fun uh, trivia. Do you know who the last King of the Ring winner when it was a pay-per-view event was? Um.
0: No. Brock Lesnar. Wow. <laughs>
1: yep. <laughs> Broccoli snar. snar. Uh. So. This show takes place somewhere in New Jersey. I think they say it's June.
0: I don't know. I didn't write right. it down. Yeah, that sounds. I right. usually don't write down the. Time yes,
1: it the is place. June because I believe then July of one would have been in uh, invasion. Previous episode. Ah, yes. Um. Yes. So my first note on this just says. Is 2001 the best year of the WWF? I literally have the same fucking note. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. I love it. I fucking love it. High fives? Yes. Uh, God damn, I don't it's think good. I
0: don't think I wrote it down, but I didn't. I, I thought of it as I was watching this.
1: <laughs> Is a 01 the best year ever? <laughs> Why? What, what the? How did we? What did? Cause it's that perfect melting point of the in ring being great, but the story and everything also being good. Like, oh my they're God. just firing on all cylinders here. How?
0: Okay, I said we were bringing the heat.
1: I thought we were going. I thought we're, we were going to butt and we're heads
0: immediately. Agreeing.
1: I oh happy this. day, Kalu Kale. Uh, <laughs> the card on this is loaded. Yeah, loaded, loaded, loaded. Um. Uh, so, but we're going to start with, <laughs> okay, hang on. Opening video package, I thought it was okay. What'd you think? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but we're starting with DDP.
0: My first note is, oh no, stalker DDP.
1: My first, my, uh, it just says DDP was ruined out of the gate. <laughs> this, was, this was one of the worst ideas that's ever been an idea. Uh, also the idea that like, oh, he doesn't work here. But somehow he's starting the show in the ring with a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> but he's just stalking the Undertaker's wife. I'm always going to hate that type of shit. Like, because you can do it and make it actually look legit. and Or, or you can just explain it somehow, some way. This I was just kind of like, ugh. But like the whole <laughs> thing about like, what is it? Oh, oh, by the way, he keeps calling Undertaker take. Dude, I have a note about it. It's... I wanted. I I wanted to vomit. And I choose to believe this is the only take. The oh. seat take. And I was like, dude, like I I hope that he got to the back and they were like, you you gotta quit doing that. <laughs> just off. So basically, what is it? He comes out, says, "Make me famous." I'm gonna be sitting in the front row, mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then they show footage, stalker style footage of DDP just. At a restaurant. Yeah. And he's like, this isn't funny. That's my personal time. I'm like, you're not even fucking doing anything. Like, whenever it was like the stalker footage of, like, take of uh, Sarah. You said take. I didn't mean it. to. I stuttered. I <laughs> whenever it was the stalker footage of Sarah, it was like her in her home or her, like, in a bathing suit or something where it yeah. could be interpreted as, like, you know, oh, this is scandalous and invasion of privacy. I'm like, DDP, this is footage of you in public. In yeah, you're you're in a public place asking what the soup du jour is. <laughs> it's the soup of the day. Uh, but like, you you know what I mean? It's kind of like, well, that's not really the same. It would have been better if it was like DDP wanking it in the bathroom. <laughs> sure, let's go with that. All right, like
0: I don't know why I said that.
1: Uh, anyways. My next note here, we kind of touched on this already. Remember King of the Ring?
0: Uh, I only remember it as uh, King Booker.
1: Wow. Yeah, that would have been 06. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, yeah. That was the first time they brought it back after 02. Like, they just didn't do it for four years. And then brought it back, and I was like, fuck yeah, King of the Ring. And they're like, it's going to be exclusive to being on TV on SmackDown. I was like, well, that's not that good. Um... <laughs> Fuck yeah, though first match, Angle versus Christian. Fuck yeah, which I don't think ever happened again. Really, I I have I'd have to look it up. I have no memory of this ever happening on TV. I have I know it didn't happen on pay per view. I think this was a so far as TV is concerned, a one and done. Hmm, is awesome. I love uh, unbelievable. It. I love the, the it.
0: sequences were incredible. High open. Yeah, and I love. This So Shane comes down Yeah Looks like he's going to screw Angle out of the deal Right? Sure He screws Christian Correct So that Kurt Angle has to wrestle another match Before their street fight
1: Correct Brilliant makes It per- makes-, makes all the sense in the world Ah, It oh. One of my favorite things about it too Is it's later in the show Where Angle's cutting some promo backstage And it's great because it's so perfect For the, the Kurt Angle character at that point Where yeah. it's like yeah, I'm going to win the King of the Ring, and I'm going to beat Shane McMahon's ass. And then later he's like, I know Shane's trying to help me just so I have to wrestle again before I wrestle him. And I'm like, you you were going to do that by design, though, Kurt. Like, <laughs> you, you were in You were trying to win. <laughs> You're pissed off that he's helping your plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but it does make perfect sense from the Shane McMahon point of view. Like, it was great stuff. Um, beautiful moonsault from Kurt in this. Always. Always. Even uh, if he
0: missed it. Yeah. Even if he just popped a bean and he's on a helicopter.
1: <laughs> um, My next note, I don't know what was up. It just says, decent story. To- oh, it was because we're teasing the idea of. So the main event's triple threat, Benoit, Jericho, and Austin. Mm-hmm. And we're teasing this idea that because WCW is now kind of becoming back to being a thing, mm-hmm. that if either Benoit or Jericho wins, they're going to defect back to WCW. Mm hmm. I love kind it. Kind of a cool idea. I, I kind of dig it's, it. Yeah, like it's a they new haven't idea. even. I like it. There hasn't even been a WCW show yet. You know what I mean? We haven't done an invasion or any of that. But I kind of like the idea where it's like, oh fuck, this thing's going to relaunch. They're going to take the belt and leave. And I'm just like, dope. Yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. They both have ties to it. Like, uh, my next note just says, man, they absolutely butchered DDP because <laughs> yeah. I think now it's another vignette of mm-hmm. ddp just in public that is somehow an invasion of his privacy <laughs> okay here's my question mm-hmm.
0: i'm gonna get into this right now go for it the whole idea yes the way that it is presented in the show i don't know about the weekly television the way it is pre- presented in the show is that the idea is mm-hmm. i'm going to stalk the undertaker's wife Okay. So that he can make me famous. You
1: are on national <laughs> television. <laughs> he's what already the fuck. He's already a two-time, two-time, two-time WCW World Champion. You're famous. People know you. What the right. fuck are you talking about? I I took the a, motivation of that is so dumb. This is, it is now. This is me trying to apply what I'm going to call the Pritchard logic to it. Hmm. He's stalking the Undertaker's wife in order to provoke the Undertaker so that when Taker has this fight-slash-match with him and DDP wins, he becomes a big star immediately. Is that stupid? Absolutely. That's fucking just profoundly... The dumbest. The dumbest. The dumbest shit. But that's 10 million percent what Pritchard would say. Uh, Michelle McCool. Greater than. Sarah. Um, okay, yeah. Good on Taker for trading in for a better model. Uh, oh god. <laughs> uh, Look, she's never going to hear this. Sarah Taker just eh. mm. Man, she's a uh, haunted. <laughs> well, all right. Um anyways, next th- after this, Edge versus Rhino. Sign me the fuck up.
0: All my chips are forward. Yeah. My first note is, I'm okay with either winner, but for
1: sick pleasure, I want Kurt and Rhino. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did that forgotten. ever happen? It ha- I'm pretty positive it did at some point during this year, actually. I need to seek that out. Uh, also, Team Wreck was all that was left in the the King of the Ring at this point. Team Wreck was Rhino Edge Christian Kurt. Mm. They would routinely have like tag matches for... Six man's, eight man's, like whatever. Oh, okay. on Raw, like Angle would team with Edge and Christian somewhat frequently. They always used Rhino as their goon during this time period. Uh, it was great because I think when they first introduced him at some point, it's like I think it's a uh, Christian talking to Kurt in a backstage segment, and Edge comes in and they're like, "Wait, Kurt, you need somebody to beat up so and so or whatever." He's like, "Yeah, that would be great." And Edge looks at Christian and goes. Christian, go get the you-know-what. And he walks (laughs) off camera, and he comes back with Rhino, and they're like, Kurt, this is Rhino. And he's just like, hey, man, you need me to do something for you? I'll hurt somebody for you. As long as you're with these guys, I'm good with these guys. They're great. They're some of my best friends. I'm your best friend now. And Kurt's just like, well, he he does have intensity. I appreciate that. (laughs) Like, I remember that so vividly. It was great. But I just, my favorite part was still Edge just saying, go get the you-know-what. As if it's like, go get the Rhino.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
1: I love it. This match though, this fucking rules so good. It is
0: so good. They do the fucking deal with the middle turnbuckle pad yep. being ripped off. Yep. They use it as edges ed, on edges chest, yep. which makes perfect sense for setting up gore. Gore, exactly. Gore, um, and you think that's all, and then they go away from it for fucking ever. Yeah, and I, and then they do a bunch of shit rhino goes for the spear mm-hmm. move uh, edge moves he eats the middle turnbuckle mm-hmm. to the face impaler ddt finish brilliant makes it's perfect fantastic sense. shit fantastic fucking awesome
1: match. the pace uh rhino died on the impaler so oh <laughs> man up there um quick note what do you think of the team of jr and Heyman?
0: i'm i'm all game for it see i loved it it Love was it. very short-lived
1: yeah. but i fucking loved it uh I think this is the first show we've covered on here where they were the ones doing commentary. Quite possibly. Uh, well, no, because Invasion. Oh, yeah. They are on commentary on Invasion. But, like, yeah, this is like... We haven't covered a whole lot of O one. one Which is, we got to. Like <laughs> got there's, to. there's a lot. Got, got to. to. Why wouldn't you? Uh, exactly. Rapid-fire promos after this. Mm-hmm. There's I think there's one with uh, Austin here calling Vince. being <laughs> Like, why aren't you here? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, just great stuff. They're just cramming shit into this. Like, I've talked about this before, because to me, this is like tail end of the Attitude Era, right? hmm They would fit so much shit into one show, though. Like... Yeah. Next up, Dudley's versus the team of Spike and Intercontinental Champion Kane. Which I didn't know that ever happened. I did. I had forgotten about it. I was kind of like, well, that's kind of neat. So Kane. Big as hell here. A huge. Massive, massive. Gargantuan. Massive like dental bills. Uh. His mask. Yeah.
0: Does not match this gear. <laughs> what? The oh fuck? no, it doesn't, does it? No, matter.
1: it's a bright
0: red and his yeah. gear is very dark. Yeah. And I love this gear. It yeah. might be my favorite cane gear. Because this
1: is mesh tank top.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Uh and with that really dark Red mask or the black one with the dark red, like that's money. This mask, Mm. no. (laughs) Uh, uh,
1: Spike Dudley kind of fucking ruled.
0: Yeah. Why is he still wearing the same garb
1: though? I don't know. If he's like, it's just weird. Uh, Also, he was the original boss because years after this, they turned him heel, Mm. and he was cruiserweight champion as a heel and he was in charge of the dudleys at this point and he was the boss spike dudley mm. so from now on when anybody in wrestling uses the phrase it's boss time spike dudley better be fucking coming out he's better yes uh dude uh hang on hang on hang on oh bub dud and the mayor in this are moving Dude, <laughs> like we, this is amazing. It, it's I so love, great. I love moving Kane. Yeah. Also, like they did this real good run of like Dudley's versus Spike and Guy mm. during this time period, like from basically from like 2000, 2001 into two thousand two. It was always good. They always worked good with Spike. Spike dies a hundred deaths every time at the hands of the Dudleys. And he makes a tag to somebody, and like I, I know at one point they did Spike and Big Show. Oh, that's amazing! It was yeah, fantastic, um, dude. At one point,
0: Bub Dud, which yeah. is his official name now, yes. Power Spike Dudley, painful, <laughs> and I out loud said, "Holy fucking shit!" Because <laughs> it's oof, this finish. It's great. Spike goes for the fucking Dudley dog. That thing. Yep. Flip through. Yep. Duck the line into the corner, out into a 3D immediately. Beautiful. It was so good. The crowd is up for it. The pace
1: is One of so my favorite good. things about the Dudleys, especially in this time period, was anytime, and it happens in this match, anytime someone is in the ring with Devon and they are running the ropes, they start yelling 3D. Mm. But it's not a chant. You can just hear this chorus of 3D, 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 3D. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. There's one in this where it's like Devon and Spike are doing whatever. Bubba and and the mayor are on the floor. They're, they're fist <laughs> yeah. fighting each other. So it's that thing. Where it's like it ain't gonna happen. It could But we are so accustomed to them getting that at, at any point. The as soon any any time there was a, a tag match with the Dudleys from that era, and not just Spike. Anybody, Devon yeah. whips you into the ropes. You can just hear three D three D three D three D three D. I
0: love the way it sounds. Dude. Yeah, it's it sounds so... like
1: a chorus of like birds or something. Yeah.
0: Mine. Mine. I don't know what this is. I'm assuming it's the, uh... uh more of the, um... Go on. A uh, DDP thing. Oh. Because my next note known is... This angle is kind of
1: dumb. Which I think is being generous. Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was awful. Um, what was up next? Because I have angle and edge? Yes. Yes, angle and edge. Should be great. Uh, this... Got great towards the the back stretch. Yeah. It, it felt a little slow early on. I almost thought, like, the crowd was a little tired. Big props to Angle, though. Yeah. Because he's the MVP of this pay-per-view by 100 miles. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had this discussion with some other people about, like... Angle has three matches on this one show. hmm I can remember specifically Triple H having three matches on... I think it's Judgment Day... 09? Maybe? Mm. It's whenever Cena gets hurt. Or maybe it's 07.
0: It'd probably be 07 because he Yeah, 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 because he comes in back in the Rumble in 08. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, Triple H has three matches on that. And I was like, it, I'm curious. as like, you know, the most matches, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think they said uh, WrestleMania 4, which is a tournament show. I think Savage, they uh, somebody told me Savage has four matches on one show. Ugh. Which, for him, at that point, would have been... Several pounds of cocaine. Uh, but, like, yeah, the guys that were able to do that at this level, it's always, like, goddamn man. Like, holy shit. I'm working
0: on getting one down. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I think the most I ever did in one show was three. Because mm. I've done a couple of tournaments and, like, you know, gone to the finals or whatever. But, like, still. Like, not, not like this, you know. Like, shit. Yeah. I love this. Great finish.
0: So... Um, Shane yeah. with a spear.
1: Mhm.
0: Dug it. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, I cannot believe that Shane has a good spear." Yeah. Um, I love Benoit and Jericho just bullying Taz. Oh yeah. So, about the whole, are you defecting? Are you not? Deal. Yeah. I just, I love it.
1: Lots of promos. Lots of story. Yeah. Uh, next though. My next note just says, light heavyweight belt. <laughs> yeah. Because I'd forgotten this was a thing. Mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy versus X-Pac. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I saw what this was, I was like, well, this should be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I dug it. Yeah. Beautiful
0: arm drag from Jeff
1: Hardy. Oh, yeah. Just. They, um, here, okay, this is some of the highest praise I can give X-Pac, right? Because at the time, I didn't appreciate him. I didn't give a shit. Okay. They point out he is not even thirty years old here. Yeah, yeah, I noted that. I'm like, what the? F- how the Jesus? It's insane, like how fucking good he was slash is question mark. Uh, yeah, man, like that. That's just a guy who got so good so quick that I think people just took him for granted. Yeah, you know. Uh,
0: so Jeff, at one point, does that run the barricade? splash thing yeah. he almost kicks a kid <laughs> that oh, kid is yeah. leaning right away <laughs> jesus he almost kicks a kid um i don't i don't know what what happened but i just have weird collision there oh, okay. <laughs> i don't remember what happened um my my one my, my my last note on this match is just just in somehow some way give me jeff
1: hardy versus quinn widdock Oh, would I mean, uh, be so good. Please, <laughs> uh, I had a note here about how Jeff has actually had a lot of championships. Yeah, because I forgot this happened. I'm, I know he was a hardcore champion. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna assume he was a European title holder. I I'll think fucking you're look right, that up. Yeah, I know Intercontinental. I mm-hmm. know the United States, mm-hmm. WWE World Heavyweight, all the tag belts you can imagine. Yeah, like pretty, it, it's, pretty damn decorated. Yeah, very under the radar. Decorated. Two. Yeah, nobody yeah. ever talks about that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little skit here with uh, William Regal and Tajiri. I always thought this was funny, even though it's uh, just a tad bit racist. <laughs> but you know, it's a different time. It sure was. Uh, oh man. Okay, so this kills me here. So it's it's Regal and Tajiri in the office. Steve Austin comes in. <laughs> Tajiri is still frightened because earlier, Steve, not earlier in the show, but, like, previously, Steve had beaten the ever-living shit out of Tajiri. So, for, like, several weeks after that, every time he went into Regal's office, Tajiri's like, ah, or whatever. Like, he's yeah. got, like, PTSD or something from it. Um, <laughs> he gets on the phone with Vince, and I at this point in the show, I didn't realize that this was in New Jersey. Hmm. So he literally says, like, well, Vince, it's not that far from Greenwich. You could still make it here on time. I didn't know where they were. So yeah, I thought yeah. to myself, I swear to God, if I look it up and they're in, like, Dallas, <laughs> I'm going to just die laughing. Oh, one one Austin was, like, a great performer in a shit movie because nobody wanted him to be heel. Yeah. But the heel stuff that he was doing was still so good because it's so entertaining. Yeah. But him getting on the phone and just saying, like, Vince... Vince, it's Steve, Steve Austin, WWF champ. It's like, you, you know what I mean? Where it's like, he knows, you know, like yeah, just yeah, shit yeah. like that. It's so
0: no fucking one talks funny. like Steve Austin. No,
1: as it, soon as you, Vince, it's Steve. You know who it is? Steve Austin. Like, oh fuck, it was great. Um, oh, we then have yet another segment where we reveal that Sarah has been stalking DDP now. Yeah, with the camera, she's very bad at everything. <laughs> and she has a face like a fucking carton of saw blades. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So, this this is the DDP Undertaker thing? Oh, no. It's not? Is it? It is. It is. I'm I was so sorry. Say, yes, this is the DDP Undertaker thing. I missed it's just something. that it's so bad I didn't take any notes on it. <laughs> I, I think I actually walked away and I didn't watch. It's. A fine brawl, but isn't it just Taker eating him alive? Yeah, this is his. Debut. It's not even a match. No,
0: like what? Well, which even further exemplifies your Pritchard logic as being stupid.
1: It's not a match, so he can't win. Right to be quote famous. Right. By the way, 110%, if this was brought up on Pritchard's podcast, and it probably has been, he'd be like, he's in the ring with Undertaker on a major pay-per-view. What's the big deal? Fuck you, Bruce. Like, the big deal is nobody cares anymore. Like, we we were struggling to care in the first place. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, DDP was one of the only, what I would call, WCW homegrown talents that they had. And it was just like, no, you're a fucking weird perv. Now you're going to get slaughtered. All the time. Yep. Your highlight is going to be a European title match.
0: Yep. I mean, it's still a good brawl because Undertaker's punches are real good.
1: I'm sure it is. Like, <laughs> it's, but that's not the <laughs> that's point. Not you know the, what I mean? Yeah. Like It's it, still just the... No. Uh, no. No. Like, imagine if DDP had debuted and just said... Basically cut promos about, like... I am the best creation from WCW. Which, you know, then people would be like, what about Sting? What about Goldberg? Whatever. But still, you're going to get buzzed because you could be like, yeah, maybe, you know, he was a WCW guy. Comes in and says, I'm the best WCW creation. I'm the best WCW original. I want to face the best WWF creation. I want to face The Undertaker. Now you're already in, going in a better direction. That's it's, And that's rudimentary. That, that was... I, I put... However long it took me to say those words, that's how much thought I put into that. Mm-hmm. And then just be like, fuck it. Just let them have a match. Give me Biker Taker versus DDP. Why not? Why not do it do anything. And then if he loses, cool. You fucking bought the company and you're going to bury this or not bury, but you're going to, you know, have him lose. Yeah. That's your prerogative. Or God fucking forbid he comes in and actually gets a win on a top guy and now you have another top guy. They made take or lose to worse fucking people. We've talked about it on this show. Yeah. I mean, DDP got a passable match
0: from the Renegade, so Yeah, he's at did. least a good performer. Yeah, just Jesus god. Um So then we have this thing in the back. Yes. We're by the door and this guy yes. with comically thick glasses is yes. standing very seriously. Steve Urkel could beat the shit out of that guy. <laughs> That's my favorite insult ever, dude. I love it. Um.
1: Get out of my house, Steve.
0: <laughs> I'm um, an actor
1: Gene. Uh, I've done more cocaine than you, way, <laughs> dude. By the way, guys, if you haven't, if you don't know what we're referencing, just if you've never seen Key and Peele, whatever, you should. Great show. Look up the Key and Peele Family Matters sketch, cause uncensored. it's censored uncensored It it is the funniest thing that they have ever done i it's stand so by good. that it's so good um okay so stone
0: cold is talking if they're by the door yes and he's talking to this guy like wondering where uh vince is have you seen right. him have you seen him? and he says when vince gets here let me know i'm in the last dressing room on the left and the dude says i'll let him know you're looking for him it's not what he fucking said <laughs> you fucking
1: dumbass it's great, too, because like, I guarantee you that guy is like a shoot employee of the building who has, you know what I mean, just yeah, his yeah, nerves yeah. are shot in that moment because he probably doesn't even understand what wrestling is, but they're like, you're going to be on worldwide television, Bob. You know what I mean? So like, And yeah. then Steve probably just switches the lineup a little bit, and that guy is just like, I'm going to say what they told me to say. I'll tell <laughs> them you're looking for him. But, uh, then he goes yeah. home and his kids are like You blew it dad
0: <laughs> We're not going to get you anything for Father's Day <laughs> And he's just like oh. This show is in June <laughs> uh, <laughs> Next year Yeah
1: <laughs> You fucked up so bad We're taking away next year's Father's Day kids <laughs> <laughs> Woo!
0: And this year. Woo! Say goodbye to your Blackstone <laughs> failure.
1: <laughs> Just shoves it into the river.
0: <laughs> God, that got dark.
1: Do not besmirch the Blackstone. Um, he, now, my next
0: note is, here we go. Same. <laughs> Goddamn, man. Guys,
1: I'm, I'm, okay. Small foreshadowing here. If you haven't seen the 2001 King of the Ring, I'm going to tell you to go back and watch it. If you don't got time for that whole pay-per-view, I understand. Go back and watch this. This so is good. street fight between Kurt Angle and Shane McMahon and hot diggity damn. This is just wild, wild stuff. Unbelievable A stuff. A ton of time. I'd forgotten how long this is. I love it. I love it so much. A lot of wrestling at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Shane. With unsafe punches. Just <laughs> fucking cutting Kurt open at the beginning. and You yeah. can tell Kurt is not happy. <laughs> no, and then... <laughs> Uh, there's, there's a, a moment or two after that where you could tell Kurt is no longer happy, where I'm like, Shane looks frightened about what is happening right here, and, and rightfully so. Yeah. Like, it's so, um...
0: My next note just says Kurt with the Friday the Thirteenth ending. I don't remember what happened. Oh, oh, oh! He, uh, Shane was by the barricade and and Kurt was on the other side. And Kurt comes up behind him and. Oh grabs right him. right right yes that's what it was great
1: great 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 yeah. Um, Shane was a shooter. At one point, dude. In this.
0: Oh, he did it uh, at Mania against AJ, AJ Styles. Yeah, and I was like, and he was like forty-six at that point.
1: But you know what's wild though is. I I remember watching the match with AJ Live, right? Mm -hmm. Shane goes up, and I jokingly was like, oh, he's going to do that shooter that he used to do like 17 years ago. (laughs) Motherfucker is like dialed into my house or whatever, and then (laughs) goes and fucking does it. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I know that there had to have been other instances of it, but that one and this one are the only ones I remember. Yeah. But regardless, regardless. Yeah, Yeah. because it looks like an actual... He's just doing a gainer. He yeah. just looks like he knew how to do that off of a diving board and, and was like, like no, I'll "Try it." I don't care if I get hurt. <laughs> you know? That's the that's
0: his autobiography. I don't,
1: I don't care, care if, if I get, get hurt. hurt. The Shane McMahon stories. Yeah. Uh, this Which we'll get to a little bit later. <laughs> this, this this gets so they they do a lot of they do some wrestling and this they do some brawling at the beginning. Shane McMahon throws a trash good. can over the ropes and then it almost lands perfectly on the top rope and then falls into the ring. I was like, that's an incredible throw, even if he didn't mean to do that. Uh, We end up going to the outside. There's the Mm -hmm. clip where, which I had to rewind and watch this. So, like, on the old um, uh, Don't Try This at Home Mm -hmm. uh, clips, that one bit of audio from Kurt saying, I think I broke my tailbone, right, is from this match. Yeah. So I watched where it happens, and it's, he's, the the to me the fucked thing is as dumb as this is going to sound it is quote just a suplex yeah but they're outside on concrete it's not they're not on a ramp or anything which you know
0: it looked safe as far as it, as safe honestly, as a suplex on concrete could be it, yeah
1: yeah it doesn't it's it not doesn't done look, poorly yeah. or anything mm-hmm. i rewound it the the sheer horror on kurt's face when he rolls over that that man is in a, a
0: state you can tell that he you can t- uh, in hindsight you can tell mm-hmm. because like people like kurt angle like, wrestlers in general if they take a suplex especially on the outside they'll right. do the big ah you know sit what i mean sit up clutch their lower back he sticks there and yeah. fucking does not move at first
1: he just like, rolls over just Ugh. withering yeah like they, they even like the camera even comes down on his face and his face is just beat red. He's got a, a what I would call a worried look on it in his eyes. Just awful, awful pain. And it is in the context of this match, relatively early in. I don't I don't even think they're at the halfway point. I, I think we're just about at the halfway point, because this is where they're working their way towards the fucking goddamn glass. <laughs>
0: Yep. Which, uh, everyone knows this story, but we'll get into that. Um, yeah.
1: But, like, also... also my,
0: my note just says, there's a broken tailbone.
1: <laughs> uh, also, Kirk didn't take any time off. Think about it. What oh, the fuck? He, I don't know. Unless they just had him not do anything. But still, you're putting that motherfucker in a plane on his busted ass for TV and everything. Even if they took him off house shows... I don't think he misses any time on Raw. He works on Invasion. We covered it. He's in the Invasion match. And then at SummerSlam, he has this... All ulti- All right, you know what? Put it on the fuckboard. SummerSlam 01. Okay. He has this just... Dude, it's one of the best matches you've not seen with, <laughs> with Steve Austin. Okay. And it, But it's the thing where it's like, okay, so we're two months removed from him getting his fucking tailbone broke.
0: Christ! It's how? like,
1: how do you heal that? You, you put you your can't. ass in a cast? Like, <laughs> you can't.
0: Like, it's ugh. one of those things where, like, all right, weird girl's got a pillow. She somehow broke her tailbone. She's gonna carry it around the whole school. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's happened Seems multiple times in school. Okay, i I don't know. How I don't did know. So
1: many girls in your school break their tailbones. Uh,
0: I think it's only twice, but like. Same girl? No. Okay. Different people, but like... Why do you got a pillow? Oh, I broke my tailbone. Huh. Gymnastics? Huh. Maybe.
1: <laughs> Unbelievably brutal anal sex? In seventh grade? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I've... Made a mistake. I've gone too far. Anyway, so they go to the glass. Anyway. Um, my, my next note
0: just says... Ugh. God, the sound is so haunting. Shane's head?
1: It sounds like a bowling ball. It's awful. It's the worst Kurt, thing Kurt, ever. if you haven't seen this, what are you even listening to this show for? What are you even doing? What? Goes for the... Are you even doing here? What uh, are you even doing here? Kurt goes for the overhead belly to belly, by the way. hmm Dangerous move as is. Through a piece of glass on part of the set on the stage. It don't fucking break. Sh- the back of Shane's head hits the concrete. The microphone somehow perfectly pick it up. It is a disgusting sound. It's awful. It's
0: horrifying. And it, 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 at this point in the match, until they get back to the ring, both of their faces look like they are in genuine agony and they're just trying to get through it.
1: Yeah. I I think okay. Remind me to touch back on that here in just a minute. So it doesn't break. Shane's fucking dome goes off the concrete. Oh. His eyes do that like almost anime character thing, or just wall like wide. He's not there. No. Kurt at this point, I'm just going to assume fueled by both pain and rage, does it again, and he goes through. Ah. Uh,
0: well. Okay. So I he always heard. That, go ahead. Shane told him to
1: do it again. Either way, I not Either know. way, then then Shane is just oh he's he's the idiot. I yeah. don't care
0: if I get hurt. The he, he, story. Yeah,
1: he. If that's the case, that it probably is. Then it's a combination of Shane is misfiring mentally, <laughs> and Kurt is just again still fueled by pain and rage, chucks him through that fucking glass with the same move. It breaks the. So time. now they're on the inside of the set. We're doing stuff on the inside. He goes to throw him through the opposite way, through another pane of glass, and it doesn't fucking break. Shane takes another unfortunate fucking tumble in there, which is its a tight space. It's yeah. awful. It's awkward. its It's way less
0: haunting than the first one because Kurt does a pretty good job of protecting him this time. Especially on the second attempt. Honestly, I don't
1: even even think he's protecting him on that one so much as I think they are so bunched up in there. Okay. That that your options are either you're going to go through this or you're going to land on top of me a little bit. But it's definitely not nearly as bad. The first one's horrific. Yeah. The second one is still bad. Mm -hmm. And then, correct me if I'm wrong, I think he tries twice and doesn't get it. Correct. And then just grabs Shane by the neck and bar tosses him through that fucking thing. Yeah. The
0: second belly to belly through the From the
1: inside, from the inside going, inside out, going yeah. out.
0: I think I think that one was protecting Shane. Because that one I noted very well. He throws him and then puts his hands up and stops sure, his okay, head from coming okay. down.
1: I think that's the one that I can yeah. They go out through that fucking glass which I I need to find a, a, some research on that. What the fuck was that glass? I heard through the what cultures that it was supposed to be sugar
0: glass, and it was plexiglass, which I don't even know how the fuck that.
1: Happens. How do you fuck that up? Because I don't know. like uh, that's
0: as, that's almost as stupid as instead of a prop gun, you give
1: someone a real gun. Yeah, how could that ever happen? Oh wait, Mister Baldwin. Uh, oh god. <laughs> or for that matter, guy from the crow. Uh, but like. Okay, I've done one thing in wrestling that involves sugar glass, Mm. and it's, uh, it's, it's like a leaf. Yeah. Like, it will shatter the absolute second you touch it. So, if that ended up being plexiglass, which I have also, not in wrestling, but I have dealt with, I'm astounded they went through it at all. Yeah. Like... Which
0: makes me think it probably was something else sure because i don't know how that could have broken
1: at like, all like sugar, sugar glass will break if you breathe on it too oh, yeah. hard like um, um oh <laughs> that was weird um Shane then, is but then bloody. we go the, Shane's bloody Kurt's bloody Kurt's bleeding from his back and his hip because yeah. he's got fucking bits of real glass <laughs> stuck in him Kurt Angle versus Nick Gage throwing it out there Death oh, match. no. You hearing me, GCW? You don't have the balls. Uh, <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> imagine Kurt Angle putting down a box of cereal to go have a death match. <laughs> um, God. Then they go back to the ring. Yeah. And we're still
0: not quite at the finish. Um, my next note after I wrote, "uh" uncomfortable, is the best falsy in wrestling history. Go ahead. I, I don't have any specific notes on it. I think it's just when he rolls him in and goes for the pin.
1: Yeah. That kick out is just so fucking good. Which is great because Kurt drags him back on like a cart. Mhm. And Shane is so dead and they all you're yeah, 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 I do remember they still kick people fucking bite on it. Cause I had not seen this match. Really? Yeah. yeah. I haven't Woo! seen any of this pay per view. Woo! So great pick. Um I don't recall how we get here, but the finish of this, we got a fucking piece of wood on top of the top rope for a platform. Which, first of all, Kurt Angle beats the ever-living
0: shit out of Shane with it. <laughs> and then he puts it on the uh, ropes for a platform, Angle slam off the top. Just in- unbelievable. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yep. And one, two, three. Which, done. god damn, that bump after having your brain rattled like that would be the that worst. That bump
1: after having your tailbone broken. Oh, yeah. Also, it's Kurt's still falling on concrete on all those awful suplexes. I'm not negating Shane's suffering here at all, by the way, but, like... they they This is the most brutal match ever. <laughs> like, it's just... Dude, it's weird because, like, we've had this conversation on this show before about, like, is this the last great violent match in WWE? And we'd never even broached this one on the top. Dude, even the ref gets hurt. At
0: one point, he's fucking someone's yeah. swinging a kendo stick and fucking hits Mike Kyoto in the ankle.
1: It's I, agony. Dude. It everyone gets hurt. The, the match of the night by a, a large margin, and that's also by the way. We're also we've already talked about like we haven't disliked anything on this so far. Mm-hmm. You know, but like, goddamn. Also, if this is less than thirty minutes, I'm shocked. It felt like it's a straight up thirty minutes. Let me look it up, and I don't have a problem with that. This is an instance where I'm like, a good match is good, you know. But, uh, after this, it's main event time for the main event. Yep. Mm. Uh, let me look up the result. Whoops. So while you're looking that up, I'm gonna intro this. Oh match. my god! What? It's 25 minutes. No, really?
0: 25 minutes and 58
1: seconds. Bell to bell. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! 25:58. We're gonna call that 26. Yeah. Yeah. Still. Goddamn. That's a long fucking match for a pay-per-view, especially that is not the main event and is not the longest match. Nope. And is not Angle's only match. Mm-hmm. Angle probably wrestles for almost... I bet... Let's him do and, the math. Let's him, do the math. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So let's just call it 26. Yep. Yep. 8, eight minutes and 59 seconds for Christian. So let's so call, let's it, call nine. it 9. So 26 and 9, we're at 34, 35. 10 minutes and 20 seconds. For... 40... 45. So we're just going to call it 45 fucking minutes. Yeah. Of pure Kurt Angle goodness. I would have swore that the fucking...
0: Kurt and Shane was broaching 45 alone
1: it's it does seem like it but yeah it's, but it's great
0: it's, it's not a long you know in a it
1: drags way no we'll get to that yeah uh so main event time i mm. love this as it was happening because mm. i i you know this is oh one i'm uh, s- june of oh one i'm 16 At this point. Mm. So I'm I'm in the fucking throes of my fandom, right? Here we fucking go. Yeah. I love Jericho. I love Benoit. These are my guys. I'm like, fuck yes. Here we fucking go. One of these guys is going to be world fucking champion. Mm -hmm. Didn't fucking happen. And then this match that I was so stoked for isn't very good. I fucking hated this.
0: This is the heat that I was bringing.
1: I I don't know how much I can argue with you really because like I hadn't I had not rewatched this since it happened. I've rewatched Shane and Kurt several times. Everything else on the show I had never gone back to.
0: Before we go to this, I, I want to say as they're coming out. So Jericho comes out. Yes. and he's got that fucking the you're going through the web yes. yes. Titan Trot like whew. Benoit comes out with an. Old version of his uh, theme. This was like his original just, theme, yeah. yeah which
1: not, not awful, but yeah. I liked it. It's not as good as the Our Lady Peace one, but I did mm-hmm. like this theme. Stone Cold comes out, and I wrote down yes. Fuck me, this song sucks. It's
0: the worst.
1: I'm sorry, I can't hear you over there. I'm. I live in Awesome Town.
0: <laughs> you're. Uh, you're no. Um.
1: Now here's the thing.
0: Now I want to bring some heat. So go ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, okay. Ahead. So I when I to... when
1: I went to rewatch this, okay. the thing I remembered was, I was like, this is Benoit's last match before he's gone for over a year because of neck fusion surgery. Mm. Going into this, he's badly fucking injured. Like, his neck is horrifically fucked. And this oh. is an instance where, um, I was just talking about this last night with the John Moxley thing that happened this week. Good on him. You know what I mean? If you've got a problem and you, you can recognize it before it seemingly goes off the rails, go get your help. Yep. If this had happened 20 years ago, they would have been like, get through this pay-per-view and then go to rehab. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, I'm not saying that's good at all. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's the time that it was. 20 years ago, Benoit has these issues. He one side of his body is going numb sporadically Ugh. during matches by his own admission. This was on his DVD. He was, he talks about, it. he's like, I would be having matches and lose feeling in one side of my body. And he's like, I realized that if I were to say, be suplexing someone and that happened, now it's not just about my health, but about theirs. That was when I decided I have to go get this checked out. I got to get this done, you know, whatever. So this is his last match. And then he's gone for over a year to get this shit done. Mm-hmm. So when I rewatched it this time, I went into it knowing that and being like, "I wonder if I can tell." Holy shit! Can you fucking tell? Now I, I, I almost that want doesn't to... make the match good. It's bad.
0: Now, now I almost want to punish myself to rewatch
1: this and see if I can tell. Oh, dude, he's 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 struggling. Yeah. Bad. Okay. I'm sorry, go, but go ahead, bring the heat.
0: So, I've mentioned it on, uh, uh, before. I think I've softened the way I said it. But there was a moment in this match that made me just fucking come unhinged. I hate Stone Cold's punches. I fucking hate them. Okay. I I said I didn't like them before. No! Soft language, I ain't about
1: it. Okay. I fucking hate them.
0: Now, and is, I, it, I just, is I don't it a know. specific...
1: Is it, a, like, the Fez Press, those punches? Those are fine. Really? I, I like really? that. Okay, all right. Because that... Now,
0: there was a point where he was on top of someone punching him, and then I was like, okay, this is the moment where you're fucking... Those look like fucking... I'm, I'm talking to you type of shit. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um, normally, the Thez Press is, like, it's yeah. a decent, you know what I mean? The fucking standing ones, I don't know what it is about his wind-up, his follow-through fucking enrages me. I Wow. Wow. I just, I don't
1: know, man. Okay. All right. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't agree. I'm just fascinated by this. I've never heard this before. Uh, I never realized it before. (laughs) Um, I'm going to read my next note in its
0: entirety. (laughs) I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Okay. I don't know. Earl, you fucking idiot. You are single-handedly responsible for 9-11. It's a triple threat, you dumb fuck. Stop telling them to break the fucking hold when they have the ropes. You're an absolute imbecile, a complete fucking idiot, and you ruined professional wrestling. Okay.
1: <laughs> I hate him so much. Uh, now I remember what spawned this. Okay. I'm assuming somebody's in a hold and grabs the ropes. Yes. Now, okay, God, we're going to get in some minutiae here. Do you hate it because he does a five count? Yeah. Same. Because technically speaking, in the triple threat, there are no DQs, but you could still only win in the match. In, I'm sorry, in the ring. If Hey, you can't win. But if you win. grab the ropes, but you have to still make them break the hold or just let them fucking keep it on and say, I'm not calling the bell. You can't win. That's all you have to say. Right. The five count. The five count means absolutely nothing. So, yes, I am with you on that. Oh. And he does it multiple times. Because then it's like, if you get to five, then what, Earl? You Dick start ass. counting again?
0: <laughs> um, um, There's a really ugly lion salt in this. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, why did yeah. you choose to do it from that side?
1: Benoit is not quite where he needs to be, and he's trying to cheat his way over and doesn't quite get it, and why Jericho just
0: he- crushes him. Pull him into position. Why anything? I don't know. I don't
1: know. Uh. So. They, uh. Heyman references Benoit being WCW champion. hmm. On commentary. Which I was. I remember at the time being like, whoa. And even back. Or even watching it back. I was like, oh yeah. They never really talked about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he won that fucking belt. And then was gone. Yeah. An undefeated WCW champion. Love it. Uh. So,
0: uh, one of my next notes is, this match needs to end, please.
1: Yeah, it's too long. It's so long. Okay. Okay, I'm going to... I'm going to go on a completely off-the-rails tangent here. Okay. This isn't going to have anything to do with what we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) For now. Okay. But I'm gonna make it make sense with what we're talking about, okay? Okay. I also recommend movies to you. Okay. A lot of the ones I recommend are what I would consider great films or classics or just things that you haven't seen that I think would be a rewarding viewing experience for you. Okay. I'm gonna, and again, this is a long walk. Just bear with me. Are you pulling my leg? No, I'm not. Okay. Okay. This this is we're pew pew. Oh, okay. There's a movie called Serenity. It stars Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. You need to see this film. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, and if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, what I'm about to say for, for Braden goes for you as well. You need to see this movie. However, you cannot go into it with any knowledge of what it is. You need to avoid any spoilers, You need to go in completely cold and watch this fucking movie. It's not long. It is fairly recent. uh, And it has the most batshit swerve that I have seen in a movie possibly in my life. Okay. And I'm not going to tell you that this is a good film because it is not. I'm telling you to watch this because of how absolutely Bonkers this shit is. Okay. Now, here's where I start to wrap it back into what we're talking about. The movie is about an hour and a half long. So if you're going to have a swerve in a movie, and it's an hour and a half, maybe you wait until that, like, hour 20 mark, and you have your swerve, and you have five minutes of aftermath, and you have your credits, and you're out. This movie has the most... Re goddamn ridiculous swerve. Okay. <laughs> at about the 45 minute mark. So you got another half of this movie to figure out what the fuck, what the fuck, and also what the fuck. <laughs> okay. Here's how I tie this back to this match. Okay. If you're going to do this, and you're going to have this match, and you've got your two up and coming stars, one of which you know is a bad. Thing away from being in a fucking wheelchair, but yo, we're gonna spice it up by having the WCW champion arrive, debut. He's on pay per view. He's on TV. He's gonna attack the WWF champion. This is gonna be the hottest thing ever. Why not do that into the finish? But instead, Booker T debuts his first time in WWF. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. dump Steve Austin. Kind of through a table, which by the way, Steve breaks his arm on that. Really? Yeah. So if you if you ever do go back and rewatch it, you can tell that too. So by the end of this, Benwell's neck is destroyed, Steve's arm is broke. How does he how what when he takes the bump through the table? Yeah. His uh it's it's his right arm. He misses the table, basically, just kind of eh, it and slides off to the floor. His right arm like clips a chair or something on the way down. Oy which then got booker heat in his debut because they're like you injured our champion and it's like
0: how could he okay
1: it, it's just a thing you know what i mean like yeah. it's not you know obviously booker's not trying to do that but that's you know mm-hmm. it's not a great way to start right yeah but anyway so they debut him and the match goes on for another fucking 12 goddamn fucking minutes if not more yep and it's not good and then the finish I the the finish is one where I was like watching it and I was like that was there's no way that's not an audible. I refuse to believe that wasn't called on the fly. Okay. So Austin gets dumped through the table. Yep. Booker leaves. Benoit and Jericho do some stuff for another few minutes that seems like an eternity, which also is weird because those two always had great chemistry. So I was watching this, and I was like, "Why? Why? What about this is not clicking?" Yeah, you know I, what I mean. I, the, the part of Benoit's body. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's what's not clicking. <laughs> but like, so the finish, Benoit gives Jericho a belly to back suplex off the top rope. Yep. And Austin just crawls over and pins Benoit, who was the guy on the offensive. Mm-hmm. But if you watch it and you pay attention to it, as he's crawling over. They are exchanging words. And I'm positive that Benoit is like, cover me, cover me, I'm done. There's there's not... Because Jericho's on the other side of the fucking ring. He's sold off to a fucking corner. Yeah. And I truly, truly think that in that moment, Benoit is like, I'm dying. (laughs) And Steve is like, my arm is broke. And please just count three. And that's just what they did. I don't. I don't think that was the original finish. Fair enough. I, I. 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 refuse to believe that was the original finish they had in mind. Mercifully, like it was, then
0: cut short. Yeah, <laughs> this match is twenty seven minutes. It feels like an hour. I literally was about. I. I literally wrote down, cut off twenty five minutes of this, and then I looked up the run. The runtime of this match. That would
1: have been a two-minute match. <laughs> you was know fucked, though, is that, like, these are three of my all-time favorites. I know. There was just so many factors
0: that went into it not being great.
1: Uh, somebody brought up on YouTube recently the, you know, a match that didn't live up to your expectations. I had forgotten about this one. Mm-hmm. And it didn't, you know, especially retroactively. Yeah. And I can't remember the pay-per-view, but there was a some pay-per-view where it was an intercontinental title triple threat match RVD Jericho Christian. And I was like, Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. It's awful. Really? It's so fucking bad.
0: Oh no. And
1: I was like, I even live watching. I was like, how, how is this so fucking bad? Like if you're listening to this and you're not a fan of those guys, you can't sit here and tell me, that that would have been bad, but it, guys, it fucking was. <laughs> like...
0: So it was RVD. Who is it? Our, our... RVD
1: Jericho and Christian.
0: So you have three of the greatest in like oh
1: four oh five somewhere in there.
0: You have three of just top tier workers in our yeah. opinion, the
1: greatest match stipulation of all time. Sure. And it's not good? It, it's not only is it not good, it's actively bad. Oh, no. I
0: kind of want to watch it now.
1: we would have to look it up. I'm yeah. not opposed. Um, so,
0: okay, here's my last gripe. At some point of doing something, yeah, everyone's down. I'm like, oh, Vince comes out. More stuff happens, okay, whatever. Stuff, 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 they're all down. Oh, Vince comes out. Belly-to-back suplex off the top rope. Steve Austin comes over, covers him. One, two, three. Vince never showed. Yeah. Vince never showed. So the all the segments about Steve calling Vince. Right. I'm at the door. Where is he? Has he showed yet? I'll, for nothing.
1: What do you think of Jericho doing a moonsault off the top? Beautiful. Looked great. It was a beautiful moonsault. He does it twice, I think, doesn't he? I don't know. I feel like he does. Um... The only other time I remember him doing the moonsault off the top in the Fed was a couple years after this when the middle rope broke in a tag Mm. match and he had to, like, you know, oh, shit, well, and then, yeah. Just, I've just, fuck (coughs) this. Yeah, it's not good. Um, Yeah, really, really not good.
0: Uh, I I was so ready to give this a thumbs all the way up, and that main event fucking ruined
1: it. Oh, uh, man, no, I'm, I'm still giving the show a thumbs up. I
0: give it a th- I'm, up. I'm giving it a
1: thumbs up as a whole. I think we need to talk about this. This is still a four out of five.
0: Okay. So it's I mean, not I'll a bad th- I'll meeting. give you that, yeah. I think you have a weird misconception about the thumbs up at a 45. I, I do,
1: because to me, up Absolutely is... Absolutely seek this show out until the main event. Up is a 90 degree, so when you say it's up at a 45, that's half. One out of five, two out of five, three out of five, four out of five, five out of five.
0: You're going based on a clock. What are we talking about here? Huh? You just This is you not just, a, this is not zero. You n- I mean I, it's zero degrees on a protractor, but that's you know what, what I'm, I'm talking about I'm judging
1: the thumb Why the, the why thumb are you on a, okay.
0: Why are you judging it on a protractor when we have thumbs down and thumbs down into a forty five? We have that. That's our that's no,
1: part you of You have that. What are we talking about here? We have Also the there's a range. negative forty five. Down at a
0: 45. You want me to
1: call it a negative 45? I I didn't realize we were going by a clock. I thought we were going by a protractor. No. It's for five peop- for, for, rating. For, when I say for the people who can't see this, I mean literally everyone. This is confounding audio, by the way. Just, okay, uh, if you're listening, picture your thumb pointed out horizontally to me... That's zero degrees. I'm thinking yeah. about this as a protractor straight up as a ninety. So then whenever Braden says that here being here being a forty five is still a four out of five rating, I am confused. Why? Because I just showed forty five is half rating. of ninety. No, you showed me the ratings now. You didn't show me the ratings then. I get it now. We're going based on the clock. That's how it's always been. <laughs> it has yeah, thumbs up, thumbs down Whoa, thumbs up, thumbs down. Right? Why would yeah. you be
0: okay? Thumbs at a negative ninety. What are you talking about? That's
1: just down.
0: Oh my god! You're gonna tell on me, dude? How? Okay.
1: Seriously. If I said that my thumb, if I said that my this. thumb was in the middle, to me that's a zero degree.
0: It is undeniably a zero degree, but that's not how we rate it. If you have zero that's how degree, you rate okay. Hold on. It. Listen to me. I need you to listen to me oh, just for a second. Just okay. for a second. Right. If if this straight out, we the bar. are a bar. Yes. Zero degrees. Correct. In theory, that's the worst rating to you. Because it's a zero degree. You're bracing it off of degrees. So I should be like, thumbs at a fucking in between 45 and 90. Why would we do that? And also, if this is up, theoretically, we should have... That and that, which makes no sense. You can't rate 180. There's five ratings. You can't There's rate on 180. There's five ratings. Do you want me to start using the star ratings? No, Meltzer. absolutely not. I thought that this was How a very start? nice <laughs> way.
1: I don't know why you're so angry at me. Because you... We have... also are agreeing on our thoughts on the show. I know, but... <sighs>
0: you... You 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 seem to think that I give it a half rating when I do the thumbs up at a 45, which makes no sense. But that's my to...
1: fault, then, for not understanding <laughs> even, your
0: rating scale. Even if you view it as a protractor, you have this yeah. and down. Yeah. That's
1: half. Why would this be half, ever? You know what I'm saying? Do you it's a know half what I'm of saying? a positive. It's a 45 of a 90. Not <laughs> a 4 out of 5. <laughs> I will never give another show an, an up at a 45 ever again. <laughs>
0: I will never do it.
1: I will always understand the four out of five thumb ticks on your clock scale. I get it now. I thought that
0: that was pretty self-explanatory, given you're, the fact you're very. I have given a show down
1: at a forty-five before. I'm sure you have. I don't remember. I'm sorry. I thought. Oh my god! You four out of five. You're very upset right now. I'm not even coming at you. I was never arguing that. Yeah, four out of five. I was so ready to give this a
0: thumbs all the way up. (laughs) That's my point. That's my point.
1: Okay, but you're not going to because the main event sucked. It ruined it.
0: It was so fucking long, and and it wasn't wasn't only long, it dragged, which made it seem twice
1: as long. There's also a lot in it that, to me, very much seemed like Jericho telling Steve, Yo, Benoit's fucked. And a lot of Steve telling Jericho, yo, Benoit is fucked. <laughs> like, there is an extended time period where um, I think Jericho, like, uh, kind of flapjacks or hot shots him or po- something yeah. into the ring post. And Jericho's down selling for a very long time. And I'm talking, like, you know, in 01, guys didn't sell stuff, you know nearly as for as length yeah nearly as length for nearly as long a time as they do now Jer- Benoit is down for like several minutes yeah but then it just seems like Austin and Jericho don't have anything going on to fill that time and they're both talking over each other and it's just not <sighs> Uh Benoit also does a stunner at some point in this huh yeah did you Oh, that? yeah, I do remember that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I do remember that. I'm exhausted. Yeah. And it's not because of the show that we just reviewed. It's because of our argument about
1: Protractor versus Clock. Yeah, it was more of you just yelling. But, uh, let's wrap this up. Yeah.
0: Overall, watch crack. the show.
1: Yeah. Definitely watch Kurt and uh, Shane. Oh, it's amazing. It's Fantastic. Um... Uh, yeah. Uh,
0: RCCW is out live.
1: Journey Pro. Journey Pro. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for Journey Pro. Good shit's happening out there. Hell um, yeah, man. Uh, Magnum's rumored to be coming back in a few months. Good. Yeah. I like Magnum. Same. No uh, one. Connor on Twitter, Berna on Twitter, us on Twitter, <laughs> you on Twitter. Dakota on Twitter. Let's plug Dakota's Twitter. Dak okay. Russell Ford.
0: Yeah, at Dak Russell Ford.
1: Okay. Uh, I don't. Sure, we'll just throw that out there then. Um, check out our friends at Review Review. Yeah. I don't remember the spelling of it. R e v i e
0: w Review R e v u e Review.
1: I can't remember if it's i e w or. EIW. We're not helping the situation right now. Correct. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh.
0: Anyways. We have another episode to record. We do. And it's. It's. Uh. It's gonna be our one year. So, uh. to stay tuned. Cause...
1: What are <laughs> we one just... year doing here?
0: <laughs> okay. Thank you. Did okay. I what? Did you hear what I just said? No. I tried to say stay tuned for that, oh. and I didn't. I okay. don't even remember what I said but so the, that that's the thing
1: um, uh, and you know what for those of you who have been here with us from the beginning thanks I that's think that. we're
0: supposed to save that for the next the next episode when, oh when it's okay the actual... well, then we'll
1: save it for the next one for those of you who have been here with us from the beginning fuck you <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you fuck you bye what are we eating?